Good morning, everybody. Welcome to our outdoor chapel. Lord's blessed us with one more day at least we can do this, and hopefully next week we'll see. Uh, got, it, got yourself hopefully in some sunshine to keep you warm. There are bulletins um, at different spots. I think there's one by the pillar over here if you need those. Let's begin our chapel today in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Please join me in the responsive verses. The stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. This was the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. Behold, I lay in Zion a stone for a foundation, a tried stone, a precious cornerstone, a sure foundation. Our scripture reading for today is taken from Ephesians chapter 2, and this will serve as the basis for our devotion as well. Now, therefore, you are no longer strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God, having been built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone, in whom the whole building, being fitted together, grows into a holy temple in the Lord in whom you also are being built together for a dwelling place of God in the Spirit. We continue with verses 4 and 5 of the hymn. 
verses 4 and 5. happen to be out for a sport, you probably have your coach occasionally talking to you about fundamentals. So often it's the fundamental things in basketball, maybe dribbling, passing, the right shot, maybe in soccer, how to dribble and so on, softball. Every sport has its fundamentals. And if you don't do the fundamentals right, so often nothing else matters. The same is true in a lot of subjects. Mathematics, there are fundamentals to mathematics, or biology, psychology. We think about uh, even in the realm of the arts and theater and music, how important those fundamentals are. And the word fundamental is rooted in the same word for foundation. And it's a good word then to show that there are foundational things to almost any area of life, things that you need to know, because the foundation is often so crucial as to whether or not something is going to go and make a go of it. St. Paul uses the imagery of a foundation of a building to talk about the holy Christian church of believers in Christ, like gathered right here today, founded upon Christ and the apostles. It's the oldest building, even though it's invisible, it's the oldest building in the world, and it, will, it is also the newest building, and it's the one that's going to last the longest. And God alone is the builder of this building. He's the architect. He drew up the plans for it. Bethany's Old Main was built in 1911, and a few years ago we had a cornerstone. Uh, we, we opened the old cornerstone after 100 years and looked inside to find the contents in there. And you'll often see that cornerstones uh, frequently today in, in modern buildings are just thought of as a decorative piece or something in which you put a box with stuff from that year so that you can kind of remember things years later. On the chapel, you'll see a stone over here with the date, 1995, when it was built. But a cornerstone back in the, the time of the apostles was a very crucial stone. You couldn't afford to pay for the kind of bricks that we have in our buildings here, nice and squared off. There was usually only one large stone 
that they made sure was cut with perfect 90 degree angles. And that would be placed first on the property line and from that everything had to go out perfectly in an order and in a line. And so the cornerstone was a very important uh, piece in the building. Everything was built around it and off of it um, mathematically. And so that concept was something that the people in Jesus' day and in St. Paul's day clearly understood this concept of a cornerstone. St. Paul tells us that God has built his church upon his son, Jesus Christ, our Savior, who came into this world to pay for our sins, to give us everlasting life in heaven. He is the chief cornerstone upon which everything else is built off of that and from that and around that. And the teachings of the apostles, likewise, are part of that original foundation. Some of us were here when, when Hunsey Hall was being built. Some of us have been here even before that. But when Hunsey Hall was being built, it was amazing how long it took to put the foundation in. If you don't have a good foundation, uh, everything else is going to go awry. And the same is true with the Holy Christian Church. God has established his church of believers off of Christ on the foundation of the words of his apostles and the prophets and so on. And Christ is the chief cornerstone of all of that. Paul says, in Christ, the whole building being fitted together grows into a holy temple in the Lord. God loves to look at his beautiful temple that he has built in this world, to look down into the hearts of people like us, that despite our sinfulness, through faith in Christ, we've been cleansed of our sin. And we're now made his saints, his holy, perfect saints through Jesus alone. And because of that, we're going to go to heaven someday. God loves to look at this building that he himself has designed and built and purchased for himself. And it's all built upon the, the, the work not only of Christ, but the words of the apostles and prophets. A number of years ago, I had a young lady who said to me, you know, I'm a Christian and I like the words of Jesus in the Gospels but I don't really like the words of St. Paul. Well, Paul is telling us, and Christ himself tells us too, that you can't divide the two. The two fit together. The foundation of the words of the apostles is built off of the teachings and words of Christ. If you will, he was their seminary. He's where they got their instruction from. And there may be times when some of the things in the Bible, let's say in the epistles, doesn't quite agree with our modern culture and the way we think about things and the way we like to respond to things and the way our society today would have us view things. But to be a believer in Christ, to be part of this holy Christian church, means that we stay founded upon not only the teachings of Jesus, but the ones he also taught his apostles and that they expressed through the words and pages of Scripture. All of this fits together to form the Holy Church of God. And so when you and I were baptized into Christ, God took you as a stone, and with the cement of, of uh, the love of, and grace of God in Christ, he made you part of this beautiful edifice and building of his holy Christian church. Now you might wonder sometimes, a lot of Christians do, am I really part of this church? Am I really one of those stones? Am I really a believer in Christ? What if, what if I think in my heart is just kind of fake and it's not really there? Well, if you acknowledge your sinfulness, if you recognize that your hope of going to heaven is entirely in Jesus Christ himself, if your heart is 
filled with a desire to love God and to, to hear his word and to strive to follow that, even though we do it imperfectly in this life, that's an indication that you are. In fact, only a Christian wonders whether they're a stone in the building of God's church. An unbeliever could care less. So if you and your heart are sometimes concerned about whether or not you're really a believer in Christ, that's an indication of faith. That's the kind of thought that a Christian has, not an unbeliever. What a blessing that God builds us into this holy Christian church where we together confess Christ as our Savior. Let's do that right now in one of the most ancient creeds in the church, the words of the Apostles' Creed that you'll find in your bulletin. Let's rise for this. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Stay standing for the last two verses. of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Go in his peace. Amen.